0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: It's February 27th, 2022. Hello and welcome to Working for a Living Radio Show, where realists for change present opinions that matter. Tonight, we're joined by co-host Jeff Brown, and I'm your moderator, Leroy McKnight. Please remember... Good leadership is never about power and control, but for the honor and privilege of serving the members in the interest of the membership. Working for a Living is syndicated on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Listen Now, and Player FM. You may also follow us on Twitter. This past week, through no threat or provocation, Ukraine was invaded by Russia, who has threatened nuclear attack on any country helping Ukraine. There has already been mass exited by refugees fleeing Ukraine, many deaths and injuries of Ukraine military and civilians. So far, the President Zelensky's leadership has helped the brave citizens of Ukraine beat back the attackers. In response, Russia's president has placed his nuclear arsenal on high alert. Let us have a moment of silence for the brave citizens of Ukraine and for any and all countries that may be a target of promised Russian nuclear attacks. Thank you. Let's bring on Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm all right, Leroy. How are you? Ah.
1: <laughs> been a long, long, very long week, uh, to say the least. I've uh, been up most nights uh, in Ukraine time just kind of monitoring that. And uh, I got a little ill over the week as well and got that under control now, so Headache is kind of gone, and I'm not as tired as I was. So, other than that, it's all good. So, um, I know you've been moving. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, last week we didn't have a show out of respect for all of the uh, uh, workers and uh, tops, technical office and professional workers that had that time off. Uh, so, uh, we want to remind everybody that. The Detroit 3 is only about one-third of the UAW these days, uh, so the other two-thirds are IPS and uh, TOPS, and we certainly want to uh, remember the TOPS uh, division of the UAW, and when they have some time off, we want to make sure we recognize them on their hog, and we did last week. So, uh, the other thing was you were kind of wore out, you know, from, from moving so much, and i uh, you know, I appreciate uh, you for all these dedicated years you've been here. And uh, when you are working hard, you want to make sure we uh, give you the opportunity to get, get what you need to have done, done. So uh, how'd that go in the end, Jeff?
0: I'm still not finished yet. I got all my clothes to bring over and some food and some little little things here and there I need to bring over. So it's a struggle. You know, it takes a lot out of me.
1: So. Yeah, it takes a lot out uh, of anybody.
0: Yeah, it's a – I can't do much these days, but I do try. I do try. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, you get, get around on the Internet pretty good and uh, keep me – posted on some things that I'm unaware of, but, uh, it's, this, this is, uh, interesting time as an uh, old Chinese curse said, uh, may you live in interesting times and they certainly cursed us here lately with everything that's going on. So, um, you want to start that first comment there, Jeff?
0: I can't be right. I don't have it. Oh,
1: you, oh. I sent him an email tonight, so let's let's fix that for oh. you, Jeff. Sorry about that. So, hassle of folks. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll get this to you, snap fast. Okay, I'll take the first one while you're. Or I'll read my my second one and then I'll uh, I'll give you your first one again say, uh while well, you kind of refresh right. that. Little. Yeah, usually Jeff and I uh, I send them via uh, a personal message in Facebook. So that's not on Jeff. That's kind of on me. But I've been sending them out to uh, in advance of the show to all our team lately, so everybody can watch along and listen to the uh, show and. Uh, kind of keep up with us here a little bit about what we're doing. My as Jeff warms up there, um, uh, my uh, uh, question that came in, do you do you know the definition of treason? Uh, name withheld? And um, Thank you for your question. Yes, uh, I do know. And treason is the only crime that was addressed and defined in the U.S. Constitution, making it the most serious crime of all. Uh, it is not protected by protective speech on the First, on the First Amendment. Uh, it's one of those things that's not. There are several categories uh, that are not protected speech. Uh, let's see if I have those right at hand while we're expanding on this uh, question and uh, in the categories is uh, obscenity fighting words defamation including libel and slander libel being written and slander uh, verbal child pornography perjury blackmail incitement to eminent lawless action many things fall under that through threats, solicitations to commit crimes are not protected speech. You know, yelling fire in a, a um, theater uh, is one of the examples that's not protected uh, slander. Slander, they, they outline here directly. But, uh, you know, moving on, uh, um, it is addressed in the U.S. Constitution, as I just mentioned, and found in statutory law as well. These may, may be found on my, uh, my, my Facebook page because they're, they're posted there. Uh, and the definition of treason is whoever owing allegiance to the United States levies war against them or adheres to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort within the United States or elsewhere is guilty of treason. Uh, I must say that Mitt Romney used the word in describing uh, one of the recent politicians' uh, actions of praise. Uh, Mitt Romney uh, used the word treasonous. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, leave that for everybody's edification. Um, and. Uh, You make of it what you will. Jeff, you want to take number one? you ready?
0: Yeah. Uh, Thank you for informing me about H.R. 6590 that would end any tax on benefits paid out on Social Security, Uh, expressed by many. Um, Yeah, thank you, and we are encouraged you to contact your congressperson and U.S. senators to ask them to vote for HR 6590. This is a very important issue that a lot of people don't know about, but please make an effort to uh, contact your reps. That's number one. Uh, right, right. Number, but
1: do you want, I, number. I'd like to expand on it just a bit, Jeff, if you don't yeah. mind. Uh, the, the, sure. In the Senate, it'll be a different bill. In the Senate, it'll be a different bill number. Senate bills, whatever they determine if it gets there. Uh, I want to note that uh, um, Thomas Massey, a Republican from the 4th District in Kentucky, uh, 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 introduced this bill in late December of 2021 in the 117th Congress of the United States. Uh, It's a different number for uh, that. It is a different subject matter for 6590 and other congresses so uh please be aware that this is in the 117th if you're looking it up Uh, i believe we have it uh somewhere in all of our stuff and i've posted a number of times uh the the text of it and uh uh please encourage your senator or your i'm sorry your house of representatives to co-sponsor this bill whether it be a democrat Or Republican Uh, this is one instance that we're seeing that the Republican and 21 of his co-sponsors already all Republicans by the way uh, are uh, coming out and supporting working men and women in their retirement and future retirement this affects literally every person who works for a living so uh, whether you're collecting it now or you know somebody that it is, or you, you know, expect to collect it later in life. Uh, it's in your interest to to get this supported. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for the time, Jeff. Uh, you wanna go take your next one there? Yeah. Jeff,
0: thank you for your Black History Month and I look forward to your next one, Name Withheld. Um, yeah, I was gonna use part of that as my report. Um, as we all know, President Biden has nominated a black woman to serve on the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, because I, I don't want to pronounce it badly. But Ms. Jackson has been nominated. Um, she's the first black woman, if confirmed, will be on the Supreme Court. Now, Lindsey Graham, who I have absolutely no respect for, is not going to vote for it. He's made some comments that I think most of you have heard. Uh, but Lindsey Graham voted for her a year ago for a federal courtship. Uh, it's time for Lindsey Graham to retire, vote it out. He, he's just, I, I don't want to say on, on the internet, uh, he's got to go. Comments like he's been making does nothing to improve race relations in our country. And people like him, I have no use for. So I want to see this, Ms. Jackson on the Supreme Court very quickly. Um, she's highly qualified and deserves the job. So that's, that's my answer to that question and for my report uh, Later in the show, uh, yeah, i say sad, Leroy.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm I'm sad about that, uh, Lindsey Graham as well. I'd like to see consistency out of uh, any and all of our elected officials, and you know, he you can't be uh, supporting somebody a year ago and not supporting them this year. That's just uh, political and doesn't get into the character of this candidate. Uh, so it's, uh, this this is not supposed to be a political appointment anyway. Uh, it's supposed to be based on their ability to do the job of a Supreme Court justice, and that's what we expect out of this. Uh, it is President Biden Biden's opportunity to uh, appoint a nominee, and we've seen others appoint nominees we didn't like. But you know, we didn't get too deep in on our show. We didn't get too deep in. We didn't like. You know, what was going on? We just, you know, we'd like to see the nominee uh, appointed. And we didn't like when they were withholding any and all um, uh, uh, confirmations when uh, they were appointed late in the Obama administration. That was just simply wrong and uh, on the edge of violating the constitution that says they should appoint be confirmed or denied in a, uh, reasonable period of time. So they didn't, they didn't get in there. So, but, uh, we, uh, you know, this is something that we want consistency on and we'd like to see her there. That's for sure. Absolutely. Okay. And this is our last one. Uh, we had this week, the a number, but, uh, Are there really Marxists in our UAW? Name withheld. Um, Thank you for your question. Yes, obviously, with what is going on this past week, it is a serious issue. And it is dealt with not only in our UAW constitution, but also in federal law as well. I happen to know that uh, there was an email sent by someone Uh, To the president of the UAW, the adjudicator, and to the uh, overseer of the election monitor, Mr. Cohn, that contained uh, information regarding this. I will say this. Do your job, Mr. President of the UAW. Do your job. If you don't do it, and if the two august attorneys don't do their job because their oath of office says they will uphold the Constitution of the United States, right, let's just say that the Marxist caucus gets control of $800 million into UAW Treasury. And their agenda is Marxism, isn't it? You'll be led to believe it's other things, but it's Marxism nonetheless. Nonetheless. And their goal would be to change us from a republic slash democracy to Marxist communism. It is incumbent on each and every member, and I saw that, distribution with some 500 UAW leaders that also know this. And the email proved it without a shadow of a doubt. They had a blog at one time that they touted themselves going down to Fort Benning, Georgia to shut down the School of Americas. That's where we train special forces in the United States military and other countries that come in. That's their legacy. But they took that down. Yours truly has copies of most of it. Screenshots. It is incumbent on each and every one of you to smoke these people out and call them out for exactly and specifically who they are. Communists, I'm sorry, Marxists in our UAW. Thank you for your question. Jeff, you want to start on your, we're going to repeat what we said last week, I guess. Two weeks ago.
0: Okay, yeah. Today's definition for opportunists is a person or organization who exploits circumstances to gain immediate advantage rather than being guided by consistent principles or plans. Uh, For example, the possible change to one member, one vote has been talked about for decades by a lot of people in our union, notwithstanding that one group is currently taking full credit for their successful vote. And that goes in a little bit what Leroy was just talking about.
1: Well, and we'll see how successful that vote is in my report, okay? Uh, Because a lot of you are going to be very disappointed when you hear what I have to say. Uh, This week's quote continues the narrative of opportunism. Beware of the opportunist who manipulates the truth and takes advantage of opportunity using it to reach their goals without regard to ethics or morals. Sadekha Olias was the person quoted there. Okay. Jeff, you want to get into your report a little there?
0: Well, I already did a little bit of it with the uh, Supreme Court nominee. <laughs> uh, I really like to see her appointed to the court. Uh, it's important to me, and I know it's important to a lot of people in the country. So let's hope the Republicans get off their ass and do the right thing for a change. Um, the second part is um, Leroy talked earlier about in the opening about Ukraine. Uh, we have to support these folks. They are giving guns to every male between the ages of 18 and 60 to fight against the Russians' military that's invading their country. Um, It's a shame that Putin has used different excuses on why he's been after Ukraine. The first excuse I heard was he didn't want Ukraine to join NATO. Well, that's their business, not Putin's, if they want to join NATO. Yesterday, I heard he claimed that Ukraine was being run by drug dealers and Nazis. Uh, Again, he's wrong. I think the young president of Ukraine is doing a great job, even though our former president tried to really put him on on Front Street a few years ago during what what caused the first impeachment trial of the former president. I won't say his name. (laughs) But we need to get around and help these people any way we can. We know that some are leaving and are refugees going to other countries. And for once, I'd like to see my fellow Americans Accept these refugees. We we don't want to see a nuclear war come out of this, but it's possible. It's very possible that could happen. And these people have gone through a lot. They're hiding, living in underground parking garages because of the bombing going around the different cities. So, Again, we want to support them as much as possible. Um, right. Next issue is profit sharing. Um, some of us old folks think it's a bad thing. If you get that profit shared into your daily wages, you'll be much better off. You won't pay as much taxes. And it's just like the signing bonuses. Bonuses are taxed at a higher rate, and if you put them in your weekly page, it's be a lot easier. I know a lot of people are struggling, especially who don't make top dollar due to the two-tier system that we have. So, think about it, folks. I've been preaching this for decades. So, Leroy, that's about all I got.
1: Yeah, the, the you know, the profit sharing thing it it's also only it's being paid to a smaller and smaller portion or percentage of the actual workforce. You know, temporaries don't get profit share. So, you know, this is being uh you know uh condensed at the top. You know, this is this is wrong. Absolutely wrong. It needs to go away. Quite frankly, I know a lot of you really oppose that I say that because you look look forward to that. But if you had that money in your pay pay stub, paycheck, like, and you don't, don't, you know, it's all electronic these days. Hell, mine's electronic too. So, Uh, but the uh, the notion that um, you know you have it folded in, then it gets compounded every, you know, year or every uh, 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 contract, right? So you have that going on. And you, cert, you know, soon start seeing 40 and $50 an hour because it compounded upon itself. And they say the pie is only so big. Well, we got plans of changing that pie because we're going to stop two revenue streams that are being converted for the purposes of the executive suite of the companies. We're going to stop that should we be successful. So it isn't just complainant here we're doing. We have a whole plan and have had a plan for many years on how to fix what's going on. Profit sharing is not in the interest, the best interest, of the membership, signing bonuses, to sign some contract that's horrible because you need an $8,000 bump to get through the month is a horrible idea. Especially at $8,000. There's always been a little signing bonus, a little something to make you feel good. This isn't a little something. This is outright bribery. $8,000, Eight thousand, some ten, some twelve thousand dollars in some contracts. So let's start taking a longer view, look like we had a long time ago, and we made real money. In today's wages, buying today's buying power, four hundred and forty-one thousand dollars a year. Was made in the late 70s that was our buying power then we paid off Social Security first of May plus or minus a week and people out here today who suppressed wages in the last 30 to 40 years saying they're honest and trustworthy are disingenuous that means dishonest About the job they did They suppressed 60% of the wages It's not honest to say That's a good job And it's not trustworthy To trust them to do it again Remember that We'll get into that Vote here pretty soon We've got a lot of good things to say about that Uh, <clears throat> uh Thank you, Jeff, for your report. I really appreciate that. I know the members and listeners do as well. So um, I want to, while we're on to the issue of Ukraine, like it Uh, in 2014 uh, and today, I was and am in direct daily contact with people on the ground in Ukraine, and they are scared shitless. The people of Ukraine are living in pure hell every moment of the day. Bombs going off close to them. Air attacks, missile attacks, long-range artillery attacks, and they are fighting like hell. There's probably no braver army, military of all branches than what's going on in Ukraine today. It is David and Goliath. You hear a lot of this stuff from reporters and stuff. At noon our time today, 7 o'clock their time, as soon as it got dark, I was in chat with a person in Odessa, Ukraine. Now, that's on the far western side, one of the nicest cities in Ukraine, right on the Black Sea, the northeast part of the Black Sea, about 52 miles from Moldova. I was told there was just an airstrike out at sea on one of their, obviously, on one of their uh, ships out there. And then they came in over the city of Odessa. And the air raid sirens went off and lots of bombing and missiles going up. And it continued, and then it got quiet. And it was reported it got quiet. Oh, no, it started again. And that went on for another 15 minutes or so. And I was asked, what does the long siren mean? And I said, that means the all clear. They've, they've dealt with them. They have Stinger missiles. And they've been dealing with them. They don't have enough of them, but they've been dealing with these. They can lock onto them and, and take them out. And they're doing a pretty good job. Their military is. Very brave. And the attacks from the northeast and the southeast of Ukraine have been merciless. Kharkov was announced that they had control of it around 8 o'clock this evening. Their time. That's the second largest city in Ukraine right on the eastern border. Like I said, it's 52 miles from Moldova when they get to the border of Moldova or Poland currently there's a 48 hour backup wait person I'm talking to is a dentist nobody's going to work they're scared shitless Russia people I'm talking to there St. Petersburg in particular, are pissed. They believe in Ukraine autonomy. Putin does not have the hearts and minds of his own people. But he's not above having a false flag on one of his own cities. Remember, he gassed and killed everybody in a theater not so long ago. To get his way, he would do that. Or more. This is a very dangerous... Somebody said, "Why well, is a little crybaby. And I said, this is not a crybaby. This is a very dangerous, sick, mentally demented man who happens to lead one of the largest nuclear countries in the world. Make no mistake, he's trying to drag us into this. Like I said, there's a 48-hour wait to get across the border at Moldova right now. The people are being asked, do you have a sponsor? I suggest to you, the listeners, and all of our members... If you have the opportunity and the area in your home to support a person as a sponsor for them to come and stay with you until they can get righted again and maybe go back home or stay, then I ask that you please do so by contacting your congressperson. I know of no program yet, but I have uh, expressed that I will sponsor four of this person's family." So when they go to the border and they're asked do they have a sponsor, they can say yes. They will get processed quicker. I will get a phone call and I say, yes, that's true. And they will come here to the United States and seek refugee shelter with me. I encourage everybody to try and do that. These people are just shaking, nobody's sleeping. They're making poor decisions. And if you know anybody there, contact them and just say, you know, I'm I'm here for you. I'm not going to leave you. They feel alone. They don't feel the world is helping them. And I assure each one that I talk to that the world is on their side. And we're doing everything we can. So to help these people so um, I was pleased to hear the all clear and I was pleased to hear that Kharkov was stable and uh, without in, 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 any attacks now they, they, they have it under control with Kharkov uh, so far Odessa it seems to be okay and Kiev, Kiev uh, a lot of people call it Kiev is is okay So um, Regarding Black History Month I have my own personal uh, Unsung Hero uh, Sergeant Calvin Sturdeman An African American Sergeant in the United States Military who served with me for a brief Period of time Was an architect An established architect Because he was successful, you know, in his community, notwithstanding he had a wife and six children at home that was an automatic deferment at the time. His selective service in Alabama drafted him at 28, age 28, trying to destroy his life and his family's life because he was successful. That was unacceptable in the white South for a black man to be an architect and successful. I would go to his room from time to time, evenings after duty in our buildings, and sit and in, in marvel at his work as he drew plans for houses. And he specialized in no wasted space he explained that to me as very little hallway space. So every square foot of the home that was possible was a was a room, bedroom, bathroom, living room, without a lot of fanfare, long hallways, etc. And they were just interesting to watch. And he'd always do a wall uh, breakdown of the materials in the wall. He had a name for it. I- recall that now. Uh, he had that off on the side for every wall. Interesting man. He never went out with the guys. Stayed true his marital vows. Never messed around. Didn't drink. Didn't smoke. Just a good man who continued to make his architectural drawings in his off-duty time to support his family at home, Sergeant Calvin Sturdivant, who was disadvantaged by his own community's selective service, served honorably in the United States Army, and he is my personal unsung hero, for Black History Month this month, this this night. This sort of behavior against racist racist behavior needs to stop. Okay, thank you for indulging me there. Um, Last issue, and we're kind of rolling along here, we're gonna keep it pretty short. One member, one vote in 2022 is a hoax believe it or not. Uh, Here we are, some of them looking pretty silly as they're running for president in a one-member, one-vote method, and they're on other shows and doing this and doing that. They they just simply don't look so good, really. They don't look good at all. Uh, Just gamesmanship by the international to put former staff people out there saying they're running for president absolute boulder dash there's not going to be a one member one vote in 2022 the international union has worked with the election monitor to move the convention into mid to late july i think it's 2018 i think it's monday instead of the the first full week in june Their terms are four years. They expire the first full week in June. They have about 60 days to effect an election. They have to change the Constitution first in order to have a one-member, one-vote election. The judge did not order an election be conducted without changing the Constitution or order the Constitution be automatically changed so that a one-member, one-vote election could take place in 2022 at the end of the term or your term. They've moved it so far away, forward, backward, if you will, into July that there will be no time after the convention to affect an election in what I'm given to believe a 60-day 60 window, 60 window of grace between the end of the term and when they're supposed to actually con- conduct the election. So they're already in the grace period in July. And they'll change the election method. But the monitor, election monitor, has expressed on his page that they want to change the number of things in the Constitution, but they want to change the term to six years. So you won't see a one-member, one vote until 2028. So all the people taking all this damn credit are just right full of shit right up to the top of their head. by then, the UAW may not exist the way they're going. And that's a sad thing. People still holding out for us to come in. They don't want the German Works Council down there to, to uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. They've expressed that time of their last vote when they put it in their neutrality agreement and I've had at least two phone calls saying they're ready to unionize. They just don't want a German union that's run by the company. Translate German works council into German and Google that and you'll see how bad that is. One last thing, we were talking about my friend Calvin Sturdon, Sergeant Calvin Sturtevant, the architect. There is a brief period of time in history where incoming military draft people that were members that were drafted or signed up There was a brief period of history where they were given two military numbers. And records were kept under both of those. It is a damn mess. Only for a 30-day period in the history of our military did that occur? Five branches. So incoming recruits for, like I said, a 30-day window were given two numbers, some of which have records under both numbers. I'll leave that for everybody's edification. Having said that, do you have anything else to add, Jeff, on my report?
0: No, not on your report, but something did come across this weekend.
1: Uh, Next Mm -hmm. Saturday,
0: March 5th, is the Ford Hunger March out of local 600 at 4 p.m. I guess they do this every year, but if you live downriver and have, need something to do, take a walk down there and join the march, march against hunger. So that's one of local local 600s' big things they do.
1: So They're a very historic. So right I got now, me, right? right? Okay. Yes. Thank you, Jeff. Yes. Uh, we're out of here in less than an hour, about 47 minutes uh, this week. So um, thank you for being here, Jeff, and we really appreciate you. Uh, I know the, the listeners do. I hear that from a lot of others as well. So, uh, just in my conversation. So, and you, you see, they do write in or message, all. Oh, uh, so, thank you. Uh, having said that, um, I want to thank uh, all of our global listeners, especially Norway. Thank you. <laughs> we got some really good fans up there. Uh, they, they've been listening for a long, long time to this. We're in our sixth year now. Uh, Canada and Mexico listeners, United States Union and non-union listeners, all of our UAW listeners, of course. If you found value in this show, please tell just one more person member about us. Have fun. Stay safe in the coming week. God bless every one of you, and God bless the United States of America. God bless the Ukraine as they're under attack. And good night, listeners, and good night, Jeff. Good night tonight.